Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Ah, Patriots, we've got your back. We tend to take democracy for granted in America. I just want the freedom to tell the stories that I need to tell. But the fact is, men have fought and died for the sacred right we exercise today. Feeling patriotic. I love this country. I love this country. This is the Bob Cordaro Show on WILK News Radio. Great. Good morning, everyone. It's 9 a.m. in Northeast Pennsylvania, Tuesday, April 18th, 2023. This is the Bob Cadaro Show, and I am he. It is a big day to fight for America, defend our values, and honor the brave who have made us and kept us free. People like Sergeant Joe Chisco, U.S. Army of Dallas who we honor today. So with history, our great founding fathers, and the incomparable Constitution of the United States of America as our guides, let us begin today's battle. A reminder, this Bob Cadaro show will always be convincingly conservative, lovingly logical, proudly and passionately patriotic, and reliably right. Well, the Club for Common Sense is called to order. It has been gaveled, so gaveled. Uh, we will provide you a sanctuary sanity for the next three hours on appointment radio, otherwise known as the Bob Cadaro Show. We're honoring today Sergeant Joe Chisco, U.S. Army, Dallas High School, Dallas, PA, 1965 graduate of Dallas High School. He was an Army recon specialist, armor. He was killed in action in Cambodia. June 9th, 1970. Awarded the Bronze Star for Valor, Gallantry in Action, and a Bronze Star on Merit. He's buried in St. John's Cemetery in Dallas. And sisters Rita, Barbara, and Judith. And his friend Arthur Baird sent this in. And he Arthur told me a, a story that he he went to Roosevelt Field in Sawyersville in order to honor Joe at the moving memorial wall for Vietnam deceased. Uh, he was trying to find the panel, and a woman asked who he was looking for. When I said his name, she told me she was Joe's sister, Rita, who was also there to honor him. And that, you know... <laughs> That's remarkable. And he was not forgotten. And he will not be forgotten. So very pleased to honor him today. We'll be just mentioning him throughout the day. This uh, program 
in, in its entirety, is brought to you by Pizza Bella. Pizza Bella, tremendous pizza, by the way. But they they have an extra distinction. They're known for their no-carb crust. And that's saying a lot, Route 309 Mountaintop. And then Dunmore Lumber bringing you this hour. 622 South Blakely Street, Dunmore. You don't have to go to the big box. You don't have to endure that for price or selection. Now, um, yeah, I was off yesterday. I was in Philadelphia for the weekend. And it was a sort of a, a long, well, it was a long weekend. I'm exhausted. Because we had a a family reunion. And uh, it was, you know, (laughs) it is great to be with family. And my father was a uh, 109th Infantry National Guard veteran. My uh, two uncles, brothers, my um, mother's brothers, Jim Savico, and Frank Savico. Uh, Frank was U.S. Air Force. Jim was U.S. Marine Corps. And then Steve Savico was there. And then my cousin Robin, who I had not seen forever, she's there with her husband. He's Army veteran. So surrounded by veterans, and we, you know, we were watching the old films. They got put on DVD, which I, I said we missed a step there, you know, technologically. But we got them on DVD. We were watching family, old family uh, videos and so forth, which was just remarkable. Uh, Philly was uh, pretty good. You know, there's there's always. I guess looming danger, and I was walking around the streets at night, you know, North Philadelphia to Center City, and and then in Center City, nothing happened. I didn't see anything happen. But there's, a, I don't know, to me there's a palpable tension, maybe it's just me. But... Philly was, you know, good. And and I was happy to report that. Now, while we're down there, um, I don't know if you guys saw this or heard of it. Three local kids got killed uh, off of the Schuylkill Expressway near City Line Avenue. And so was their driver, Gene Santana. Michael Comerford, Christian Schimmelfennig, Tucker Schimmelfennig. Three three local kids killed. A guy named Victor Spaziri. Uh, swerved across a number of lanes of traffic. Drunk. And here, here's kids doing the right thing. They, they took an Uber ride. And they're gone. And I, we were with people, my cutie's daughter, and at, at, that, that knew these kids. 
and her 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 boyfriend Joe. What a what a nightmare. And I thought about it, I go, how do I I I hope they can, and I know at least the the father of one and mother of the kids we lost. You just wonder how do you get out of bed in the morning when this kind of nightmare happens? I don't know. I I just and and everything pales compared to this kind of personal tragedy. And I normally when these kinds of things happen, and we're waiting to see. Um. The, the guy's usually a serial drunk driver. We don't know. Usually not a first time. Because he was speeding, and he went across four lanes of traffic to hit this car from behind and spin it and force it right into a bridge abutment. And four lives snuffed out, three very young, promising lives from this area. So it, it's always amazed me that incredible tragedy could be alongside celebration and good news and but that there's always the possibility of that unspeakable tragedy and if somebody as a father of five Everybody and, and and many of you, I'm sure you you immediately go to my God, what what would I do? So we'll be praying for their families, uh, families that experienced a tragedy that is beyond comprehension. Uh, I think even when you're living it, it's impossible to understand. It's 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 crazy what you know, and there's nothing good comes out of this. Like it's there's no silver line. There's no there's not there's nothing redemptive about this kind of tragedy, and yet the you know the world has it goes on. There was an old movie called um, Stop the World, I Want to Get Off. I think it was a Jack Lemmon movie. Well, it doesn't stop. I'm watching my TV monitor, and, you know, you see the the, the Wall Street Journal investigative reporter in, uh, in the dock in Russia. And um, it's all going to go on. And we're going to, you know, carry on about... Um, Everything that we have to carry on about today. And it's, you know, just it's, but in the midst of an unimaginable tragedy. And these kinds of things happen all the time. Well, look at the kids in Alabama shot at a birthday party. 11 African Americans killed in Chicago over the weekend. There's a mass shooting. It's amazing. I I, I watched the uh, the mother who uh, had lost her son 
to a stabbing incident that wasn't properly prosecuted by Alvin Bragg, the New York lunatic district attorney. And you say, she's it's never going to be the same. Unreal. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After all the fever of publicity, the acres of newsprint, the fashion notes, and the jewel robberies, the great day approaches at last when Grace Kelly of Philadelphia, USA, will become the bride of Rainier, Prince of Monaco. Wedding gifts have come from all over the world. Gifts in gold and silver, jewelry and fine porcelain. Presents from kings and queens, presidents and commoners, movie magnets and millionaires. A pile of riches which look as though Aladdin had rubbed his lamp to furnish this fairy tale wedding. At the Opera House, Monegasque see Grace at her first public event as Rainier's wife. But she's still only half a princess. The civil marriage has been held privately, but the solemn cathedral ceremony is still to come. On the wedding day, the Mediterranean sun shines as brilliantly as anyone could wish when Grace arrives on her father's arm, past guards of honor from the visiting British, French, Italian and American warships. A few minutes later, the bridegroom arrives. April 18th, 1964, the Serendipity Singers moved into the top 10 charts at number 8 with their hit single, Don't Let the Rain Come Down. And, of course, Grace Kelly, <coughs> excuse me, who would die tragically in a uh, auto accident years later, married Prince Rainier of Monaco. She was a flawlessly beautiful woman. And I, I don't know, seemed nice from everything you could tell. And I... On the way home, drove on Kelly Drive in Philadelphia, named after father. And it goes up the, uh, was it the east side? I think the east side of the Schuylkill River. Uh, but it was quite an event. It was, uh, you know, a big deal in 1956. This date. I got a chance to go to Monaco once. It was absolutely picture perfect. I don't know if I'd go again, but um, it was uh, it was really neat. We're honoring Sergeant Joe Kisco today. 
U.S. Army from Dallas. Dallas High School class of 65. He was an Army recon specialist. Killed in action in Cambodia. June 9th, 1970. And, uh, man, you think about the possibilities there. You know, we were talking about tragedy today with kids his age being killed in that accident on the school kill. And all the possibilities that go away, they vanish. All the amazing things, children, family, all that. And uh, the family of Joe Chisco never got to have him back. And he gave his life for us. Uh, let's let's go to the phones. Larry from uh, Plymouth is on. How are you, Larry? Hi, Bob. Um, uh, you were talking about those three kids that got killed? Mm-hmm. Uh, this past Good Friday, 59 years ago, my father was killed by a drunk driver mm. um, right after he got out of church. My father went to church four or five days a week. Uh, that's why you could tell why I don't have, I don't have much use for church. But anyway, I didn't call about that. I called about, um, Bob, no country, no civilized country could survive with what's happening in this country. This country's in in anarchy right now. I don't know if you saw, did you see those riots the other night with those four or 500 kids? Yeah. I mean, and and, and and nothing's happening, Bob. And nothing. Nobody's doing, and, and and you get the mayor of Chicago, this new clown, to come out and say they're not bad kids. I, I really think all of this stuff, uh, this and the train wrecks and everything, I think this is orchestrated. Well, you you have insane people who have uh, risen to leadership positions in major cities, and now the president of the United States. He's literally, he's insane. He's a mental patient. And that's who's in charge of this country. You're right. How long can we survive it? Well, uh, I'll tell you what. they, they got to open the nut houses again. Because, I mean, not only that, I mean, did you see Did you see Fetterman yesterday? I saw only a clip of him getting out of his car. And he actually was going to walk in. He was going to walk in with that idiot outfit. He was going to walk into the Senate building. He's an embarrassment. He's a disgrace. He only he only went for the one vote, and uh, when if you saw him when he was coming out, somebody asked him a question, and you could tell he didn't understand the question. I mean, he's sick. We we have, I mean, people around the world must be laughing at us like hell. I mean, this guy. I mean, the two senators that we have in this in this state, we have one that's a whack job, and we have another one that's a baby killer. They should be. They should. They should. Those two guys that should, should have a frontal lobotomy. And we should lock them up in a nut house because they are completely crazy. This is insane. Sixty million people, Bob, killed. They killed more than Hitler. Sixty million people, Bob. Just think, there could have been a there could have been an Einstein in there or a Lincoln, or I got to stick it in a, a, a Joe McCarthy. But anyway, uh, and I'm not kidding. But anyway, it's it's sick. I've never seen nothing like this. And then the, it, it, it's it's nuts. I don't know what's going on. I don't know when it's going to end. And uh, well, I don't, know what, I, don't, I don't know what to say. We, we can't give up. That's the key. We cannot give up because there's too much at stake. 
We've got children, we've got grandchildren, we've got neighbors, we've got friends, we've got communities that we cannot let dissolve at the hands of these disgraceful people. But, but, we can't. But, but Bob, the, the, the Republicans have to get tougher. I mean, you know, it, it seems like with the Republicans, it's like they don't want to offend anybody. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you this. I just thought of this. Do you remember a movie, Bob, 1776? Yes. Okay, it was a musical back in, I think it came out in 75 as a movie. And in the movie, there was uh, uh, the actor, William Daniels, and he was playing John Adams. Yep. And uh, one of the other congressmen got up, and they were talking, it was about if we were going to declare war on, on England. And one of the other congressmen got up, and he's saying, well, the British Parliament didn't offend us, and uh, whoever, the House of Burgess, they didn't offend us. John Adams gets up and says, "It's a war, damn it! We gotta offend somebody." <laughs> that, that was the best line yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Oh my God! But uh, like I said, it's, if you watch it, to me, Bob, I'm old enough. I don't care. I, I, but if the end is coming, I I want to be around to see it because these people that are doing this, I want to see them suffer, and they don't don't let them think that they won't, because they will suffer like everybody else. If we're taking over. They're not going to be on top anymore. Well, I, I, it's a sick, twisted ideology and mindset. And it is dangerous and it's hurting people. It's killing people. And uh, it is making life un, uh, unsafe. And that's that's amidst the regular tragedies that are almost unpreventable. I'll and, I'll and, you, go ahead. <laughs> Well, no, they're compounding the normal uh, problems of the human condition exponentially. Uh, Bob, when I, uh, like I said, like the way you said it's going, uh, I go out my yard. when I go out in my yard, right in back of me, I, I lock my door, even though I'm right in the yard. And I, and, and I do, I mean, I have a permit, and I have a gun on me in the yard. Because it's crazy. You, you, you never go know when you go into a Walmart or something if you're going to get shot. Yeah. No, and, th and the thing is, I mean, and nothing happens to these people. And you, you got innocent people. The victims are being uh, uh, prosecuted. Yep. No, it's. Uh, I'm happy, by the way, that they are. Uh, that that uh, at what uh, Jim Jordan did with his uh, Judiciary Committee. Oh, oh, I, I, I love that. And did you see Jerry Nadler was there? Did you see oh, him? He's a sickening. Little... I mean, he comes out and says New York is the safest big city in the country. Yeah. <laughs> and, he got to stop wearing them pants up around his yeah, neck, and don't and don't uh, don't believe the poor woman who is mourning her son, right. a, a, a yeah. military veteran, for getting literally slaughtered on the streets. Yep, but Bob, uh, like all these Dem Democrats, they're in lockstep. They're in lockstep with them. I I, I don't understand. Defending the in indefensible, telling us what is up is down, and <laughs> vice versa. Larry, thank you as always. Thank you, Bob. All right, my friend. I see uh, my old friend in the paper, Jonathan Eboli. He works with PennDOT. He's an engineer. And he's in there basically with some state police guys saying, slow down. It's not that much of a hurry. Take it easy. And uh, that's right. You, know, you see the tragedies that can ensue. Uh, three bright lights snuffed.
out by a drunk driver Friday, well, early Saturday in Philadelphia. Ugh. Crazy. And then and then you go and you think about uh, people who were fighting for our country, like Joe Chisco, U.S. Army Sergeant out of Dallas, killed in action in Cambodia, June 9th, 1970. Mm. And, and lives not led, promises not kept. Things that could have happened don't happen. Remarkable. So, yeah, some people says they'll give this defense. Take a look at the Republican Party, House and Senate politicians. They aren't playing with a full dick either. It works both ways. But the policies, their policies are normal and common sense. So it's a night and day difference. You can think what you want of the people. I told you I like Bob Casey. And a lot of people, you know, you give me hell for, I like Bob Casey, I like uh, Matt Cartwright. But we're way beyond who we like. They're supporting Insanity. You got this idiot new mayor elect in Chicago uh, watching a riot, and he's talking about demonizing youth. Wait a minute. I'm watching what they're doing on TV. It's happening. It's real. And you're going to deny reality and have kids marauding through the streets, destroying cars, there's families with kids down there in the midst of the melee. And it's okay. These people are sick. There's not redeeming qualities to the policies they're talking about. There are none. Zero. For what Bob Casey and Matt Cartwright and all the Democrats right now are allowing to happen around our country without a voice in opposition. And that hearing in New York City on the insanity of Alvin Bragg and his sick, twisted ideology was perfect, uh, a perfect demonstration. If Democrats standing up for insanity, unapologetically, So there's the difference. It's huge. It's a huge difference. So there could be guys who are guys and gals, whatever. Politicians who, in fact, are Democrat, and they may be normal people, but they're, they're supporting a sick, twisted ideology in with full throat. An ideology that's, that's destroying our country. It's destroying lives.
and there's a, there's a defense to it. I'm looking at Alexander Mayorkas. Is there a defense for that useless human being? He, he wants that job so badly that he will break the law. He will lie with impunity. And if he actually sees things that way, then he's mentally ill. No, this is um, this is a looming, but also a clear and present danger to the United States of America. This Democrat Party, it, it's it's that simple. And if you're a Democrat and you're not ashamed, and you're not speaking out. And you're not voting against them, then shame on you too. And I pray God that you know none of us are involved in this kind of lunacy that they're letting loose. Um, yeah, just I'm reading a little bit more about this crash that uh, killed those three local youngsters and their Uber driver. Yeah, there's there's no you, there is no good side to this. There's nothing. There's no silver lining. There's nothing. Just a, a nightmare, especially for their families. Uh, Luciano, how are you, my friend? Thank you, Bob, for taking my call. What I'm saying will be disturbing to a lot of people, but I'm saying this: there's a method to their madness. They they know exactly and precisely what they're doing, and they're changing three things: the demographics. It's not it's not a hidden secret no more. It's exposed, but they're giving the finger to American citizens. One, number two, this Democratic Party is controlled by foreign elitists and United States elitists, and number three. They hate, the modern-day Democrats hate Catholics, especially conservative Catholics, evangelical Catholics, or conservative evangelical Christians. There's a conscious effort to, to, to expose, to criticize, to crucify Christians while they protect. You're a racist. You see, you white man, you're a racist because you hate minorities. You're a white racist because you hate black people, even though we know that blacks are, the, are, are it's, it's incredible how the amount of, of killing, they're killing their own people. And number three, you're weird for calling uh, different sex uh, people uh, uh, weird. You're just absolutely weird. God did not create male and female. He made a mistake. Bob, thank you. All right, always, always a pleasure, Thank Luciano. You. Yeah, I, I, I didn't hear anything I disagreed with. <laughs> I really didn't. <clears throat> May disagree with some components, but not much. And how how do you let the carnage continue? The the chaos continue. I mean, and you think, oh, they're going to wake up. They're going to see the nightmare they're causing. But they don't. And Navy guy talking about Jerry Nadler yesterday uh, defending Alvin Bragg. 
And you just say, are you kidding me? Is it that blind loyalty, or are you as sick and twisted as Alvin Bragg? Well, the answer would Jerry Nadler's easy. Yes, he is. He's a sick little man. You know, <laughs> you want to talk about deniers? He denies reality. And he's a disgrace. Uh, let's go to uh, Joe from Berwick. Hey, Joe. Uh, hello, Bob. Thanks for having me on. Hey, there are a couple of things I want to talk about because you mentioned how, you know, like there's no opposition to these Democrats. And I, I kind of agree because there's no opposition party. Nobody proposes, you know, anything new or, or, or better. Well, no, I think the Republicans are doing what they can. Uh, well, my, my problem is the Democrats. That, that there, there, there are, I know them. There are sane Democrats who are swallowing this and justifying it and looking the other way. They're not going to listen to well, Republicans. I, I, I do understand that, Bob. I know the same people. But you brought up an example with the DUI issue, right? And this is just one example. Bob, the, the bottom line is all I want to focus on is the BAC in this issue, okay? And, 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 and that's, that's not always the bottom line. I can tell you right now, there are times when you could probably set up sting operations and, and maybe get a quarter of the people on the road as being under the influence according to BAC laws. They, they need to focus a lot more on repeat offenders, people who actually uh, hurt people, people who are irresponsible, you know, they, they, there are other things to focus on with the DUI other than just the blood alcohol. I, I tend because, to, I tend to agree with you there. Uh, although, yeah. you know, there are options now. The, 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 here's the sad part. The kids, supposed kids, 20, early twenties made the smart decision and took the Uber home and this this fool, who was an you know full grown adult, did not, and and that's yeah that's sad. I mean, man. And, and unfortunately, even after ending all those lives, he won't be sentenced as somebody. Uh, he won't be sentenced as harshly because of the fact that he was under the influence. And that those are laws they look, need to look for strengthening when you actually kill someone. Uh, on, because you were driving drunk, but the other well, thing unfortunately is, too. And I thought about this, although he's not a minority, so he may not get a break. Uh, yeah. The Philadelphia district attorney is a sickening disgrace too. Oh, yeah. uh, I have, I have yeah. firsthand firsthand experience with a case of a of a brutal assault that is just going to go away because of this idiot Larry Krasner. Well, that, that brings up a whole other issue. You know, the reason why I say that these, these Democrat-controlled societies uh, don't have any uh, right calling themselves Christian societies, you mentioned how in Chicago, what they're letting these youth do, right? Bob, I, I have sat with so many men who at the end of their lives expressed just 
nothing but regrets for how they threw their lives away and they realized it way too late. Yeah. They're letting these kids, especially, like you said, young kids, young minority children, they're letting them basically run wild and, and, and not even aware that you're, you're doing wrong by them. You're doing something sinful against them by letting them think that they don't have to answer to anyone and, and live this way. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, no, that, that, that's a very good point. You're harming the you're actually harming the 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 criminal who has a chance to reform and change by not punishing them. You actually are. Everybody loses. Joe, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Abe from Wilkesbury, how are you, Abe? I'm good. How are you? Great. Let me uh, let me get you off speaker. Okay. Real quick, you know, first off. Just listening. You know, the greatest problem was that the grandmoms are dying because the grandmoms were the ones that actually raised the young men. In a lot of in a lot of instances, certainly, yeah. And I don't think it can ever improve because there was no father figure. There's no family unit. So, Bob, I think that anarchy has to get worse. Has to. And then what happens is it becomes an outward spread. And I see it spreading here. I see, I see spots of anarchy, even here in Wilkesbury. Now, I will tell you something. A friend of mine's aunt and uncle bought a suite on a cruise ship. They now live aboard a cruise ship. Mm. I'm going to tell you, where do you go, Bob? Where do you know, Once it's... I mean, I see it as a cloud. Don't you see it as a cloud coming out of Philly? It's just like, a, you know, and New York. Well, it's, it's going to spread. It is going to affect us. I mean, you cannot have, uh, uh, Big Steve pointed out to me in a text, uh, this, this Kensington neighborhood that is nothing but blocks of open air drug sales and desperation. Unreal. And then they allow it to happen. I don't know. I, I and then this homeless situation. I've uh, I've got a platform. I wrote a platform down in about three minutes because someone last week said all you do is whine. I said no. Let me tell you what you don't hear or what you don't want to hear. Here's what we need to do. And I I went you through know, my list and I'm going to do it pretty much every day from now on. You know I'm, I'm a Philly guy and I know, and I know exactly K and A. I remember I remember the evolution of K and A. Yeah. In fact, years ago when I was young, I drove a cab and used to park it at the diner at the corner at K and A. There was a documentary, in fact, about K and A. Did you see it? No. It was on Netflix. An actual doc. It was amazing to see it. It was it was K and A they were talking about. But I just happen to believe that we are in a whirlpool. And that whirlpool is, is spinning. And I don't see any possible way to climb, to climb out of what we, as, as actually literally as a civilization, civilization well, can climb out of. Abe, and I, I know I'm an eternal, we're, we're, we're way over time, but I, I, I want to, I guess we'll wrap up with this one. I am an eternal optimist. And when I go to these big cities nowadays, even though there's that palpable, uh, I don't know, just concern when you're wa even walking down a regular street, uh, they're, they're, they are organisms 
that want to fight to live. They don't want to be killed by this sick ideology of these people who are letting all this happen and those who are causing it to happen, the criminals themselves. I, I think I think we're going to fight back and win. I I hope and pray. I, I don't I, I don't believe KNA is political. Okay, I do not believe it's political. I think it's a state of mind. I think it's a state of where we are as a civilization. It's beyond politics. We've gone. We've rolled way past politics. Oh, well, politics we, we've we've rolled state. past politics to insanity. Literal, literal insanity. Call, call it what it is to anarchy. Okay, and there are dri- there are drivers behind it. There is an agenda to yes. this whole thing. I I can't disagree with you. I cannot disagree with you. Hey Abe, as always, my pleasure. Thank you. See you. All right. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.